You're listening to The Gregular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What's up, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time for episode 18 of The Gregular Show. I have a very special guest with me. That's right. You know him. You love him. It's my brother. It's Brendan. Hey, guys. Bet you didn't see me coming, but like if you clicked on the episode name, I didn't see you saw my name there. All right. How we doing tonight? What'd you eat for dinner? How much water you drink? Um, same, same exactly for me. All right. Um, man, we had some good ass Pizza Hut, man. They make some dank wings. Yeah, guys, try this smoky sriracha wings. It's, it's a little bit hot. That's literally all I gotta say, man. It's good. Yep. Or you can have barbecue if you don't want to shit your pants. Whoa, but Whoa. you didn't have to tell them that I shat my pants tonight. All right, we're off to a good foot, guys. May or may not shat, no, I didn't shit my pants, but, but maybe next time. Speaking of shitting your pants, we are going to talk about a very special year in music, uh, 1977, that's right. If you uh, looked at the name of the podcast, you'd definitely know. Um, our top 10 favorite songs of 1977. Uh, great year, great year for everything. I mean, you had Saturday Night Fever, you know, all your crazy disco music and John Travolta. Everybody loves John Travolta. Go watch The Fanatic with John Travolta. I've probably talked about it four times now in the podcast, if you're keeping count. Um, That's right. Uh, directed by your favorite artist, uh, Fred Durst. Uh, everything that man touches is gold. Speaking of gold, uh, records. Records were gold if they sold, like, I don't know, how many? Uh, a million? Like 500,000? Um, five five hundred million? No, no, no. One billion records sold. That's right. <laughs> That's oh, right. How many billions of hamburgers do you think McDonald's has sold? I guess at least one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, they got hundreds of burgers sold. Yeah, they're, uh, they're probably up to year. like sixty nine. Sixty nine billion. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, guys, we are living it up. Uh, That's right. We just had a party. Just had a big, big party. Lots no, of, lots of drugs. Lots of animals. Lots of um, what else is illegal? No way, pets aren't. Look, guys, I'm I'm doing all right. Um, what did you do, Greg, today? I don't know, but I'm gonna get kick, kick her ass after the fucking show. Whoa, buddy! Whoa! <laughs> all right. Uh, we are now on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor, uh, great podcast uh, distributor. They. Uh, I've done great works. I've been able to track my metrics a lot more accurately. Uh, thank you to all the great listeners out there, all the Greg heads. We hope you continue to enjoy our show that we work our asses off to put out every week. Uh, That's right. You know how long I had to shovel for this one? Yeah. I went outside, broke my back. I am Back breaking labor. Back breaking labor, making this show, bringing it to life. I'll tell you, I'm getting carpal tunnel right now just thinking about all the editing I do. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Brennan, 1977, what's your favorite movie from that year? 
What's my favorite movie? Shit, you listed off a bunch of movies right before this thing began. And I don't think I... You know what? I watched that Star Wars a good number of years ago. And I like Star Wars? That's right. Um, re- referred to as, as A New Hope. Um, you know. Now. That, that's right. That's right. Back in the day, they just called it good old Star Wars with good old right at the beginning. They didn't yeah. call it Episode One. You know, that, that's the Phantom Menace. You know, that's old Jar Jar time. That ain't what they called it. They called it um, not Star Trek. Uh, because apparently you're rambling, Brennan. You're rambling. Oh, Give the audience fuck. what they want. Oh fuck, man. Uh, pie in the face. Uh, what about you, Greg? Oh man, you know I tell you, fucking Star Wars is an amazing film, one of the greatest films of all time. But 1977 was a very special year for me. Uh, I was negative 16, and my third favorite James Bond film came out that year, The Spy Who Loved Me. You know it. You love it. Roger Moore at what I call his peak. Um, he looked cool. He wore a fucking sick ass suit. He was in Egypt. There were pyramids. Jaws was there. You guys remember Jaws, the motherfucking seven foot two dude who like had metal teeth. You know, like, oh shit, did he just go to the orthodontist? Probably, but yeah. He yeah. he used to do some scary shit, man. He'd fucking like bite you in the neck or some shit, and then he'd die. That was it. Oh yeah, hey, you know it's it's not too often they say a dude who's like uh, forty six or whatever is at his peak. Oh yeah, um, but hey, you know, hey, you well, know, hey, uh, Ron Jeremy. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, jeez, you know, yeah. he's he's a he's a good extra. Yeah, I'm sure when he turned sixty nine, that was probably the ultimate year for him. Ah, uh, shit, is he already sixty nine? Oh God, yeah, yeah, Ron uh, Jeremy. That I mean, he's fucking... looked it forever, but hey, has he hey, it? hey, that man is a legend. Do you know how many times he's pretended to have sex? All right. <laughs> All right. All righty. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's 67. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Dude. Oh. Shit. Well, when Ron Jeremy turns 69, it'll be a hell of a year for him. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. You know, he was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, that's probably the least pornographic film he's been in. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go um, watch Ghostbusters if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Yeah, I heard the word. It's a good movie. You know, word on the street. Only, only the guys who know know. But we can't always be positive on the regular show. Sometimes we have to bring it back to reality. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Sometimes we gotta shit on the things that you like just a little bit. Um, so. Ghostbusters 2, for example. No, I'm kidding. But anyways. Yeah. Um, Brennan, yeah. sh- there were some shit songs that came out in 1977. Uh, you know what? You know what? Um, two weeks in a row. Here, here it comes. You know, Least favorite songs of the year. I got a couple. I uh, got a shit on this man, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. That man? Um, I did not deliberately, um, you know, communicate with Greg that we ought to pick this year just so that I could shit on two years that this man came out with albums. But Shit on um, One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Um, the last line in the song is, I want one scotch, I want, I want one bourbon, I want one scotch, I want one beer, or whatever. Uh, something like that. And you would think an eight and a half minute song would have something a little more special to it. You know, this man is like 
25 to 30 years late to the game. Uh, I ain't, I ain't buying his shit. That's literally it. It's just like a low energy, man. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not about it. But then, then okay, let, let's move on from that bad boy. Um, that isn't really bad. Uh, Ted Nugent's um, Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. And if that title isn't enough to hate it already, um, sounds like a fairly generic, all right, rock and roll song, whatever. And he's got a line that's like, it goes something along the lines of, all right, baby, you see what I got here in my hands? I got it right here in my hands. It's for you, babe. I think I'm going to yank it one time. Yeah, yeah. And, Do you and think that, he's talking about his penis or his gun? Well, what? Well, you see, that's where the twist is. You think, oh, he's talking about his penis. He's going to jerk it in the middle of a song. But then, well, he plays a sick guitar solo. And it's like, whoa. Whoa. In in the middle of a song. Who wrote that song? M. Night Shyamalan? Because what a fucking (laughs) twist. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. He wasn't twisting his wiener. He was doing a guitar solo. So, So, anyway, that's... Shout out to... Uh, guest uh, number two of the show, Jeff. He uh, used to like to go to the bowling alley and play Ted Nugent because he said inappropriate things in the songs and thought it was funny. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and one more shit on this song. Uh, you know, if you missed it the first time, Wang Dang Sweet Poontang. Um, what does his... that mean? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, first we gotta start and say, what does Wang mean? Alright, so... Um, there is so much reverb on this man's voice. He sounds like he's singing inside of a cave with two of himself. Okay, that, that's it. Uh, what about you, Greg? Do you got a least favorite song? I sure you? fucking do, bud. It's, uh, it's called I Want You to Want Me, and it's by one of the greatest bands of the 70s and 80s, Cheap Trick. And you're like, well, you just called them one of the greatest bands of the 70s and 80s. Why would you shit so much on their probably most popular song? And that's right. That's why I would shit on it. Uh, because holy shit, if if you cannot escape that song, you're joking. Everywhere I go, I want you to want me. And you know what? It's great. It's great the first time you hear it. You're like, oh, this is a fun fucking song. Did I, did I, did I see you crying? And you know, you're like, oh yeah, that's the good shit. But then after the five millionth time you've heard it, you get fucking tired of it. The Dream Police. That's a good fucking song. Surrender. That's a good fucking song. The Flame, don't even get me started. Uh, Fuck, I want you to want me. It is the I Love Rock and Roll of Cheap Trick. And I hate that fucking song too. You can quote me on that quote. Alright. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was thinking, it is such a damn good song, but if I didn't hear it every single grocery store trip and every car ride, um, then, then it would be good. Hey, it's the greatest hits of the 1970s, and we're going to play your favorite fucking song. And it just goes right into it, and you're like, fuck, not again. That's that's what I call a channel changer. If there was a channel changer of a song, that's the one. That's right. It's the Mambo number five of not being Mambo number. Yeah, it's of, the Mambo number five of nineteen seventy-seven, folks. Of of lasting for more than two years. Alrighty. Um. Yeah. Yes. That's a. It's probably a, a, a solid transition to to get into the good, the positives of nineteen seventy-seven. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I got a little hot back there. Yeah. 
That's right. We get a little heated. We sweat here on the regular show. It's well, uh, it's, it's May. I mean, if it's not snowing, it's fucking ninety degrees. Yeah, guy. If, if you're listening to this podcast live, which you're not, but like, if and you go outside at nighttime right now, um, it's room temperature out there. It's comfy. Um, your sunburn won't hurt. I mean, maybe it will because it's a sunburn, but that, that, anyway. Dr. Um, Brendan, always giving the best advice. Yeah, I know about skin. I have a lot of it. <laughs> hey, do the doctor now from uh, my 600-pound life. Uh, if you come back and you have lost 70 more pounds, I am going to uh, disown you as my son. There it is. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty good. That's pretty come, good. All you, you lost any all the Gregheads love my six hundred pound life. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all you watch. Yes. Um. No. 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 Um. But anyway, uh, we don't like to talk about TLC. So, nineteen seventy-seven. Greg, you want you want me to to fire off on what uh, what my honorable mentions are here? Yeah, you got any? Uh, no. I'm kidding. I no. know you do. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do. I do. All right. First one here. Uh, Turn to Stone by uh, Electric Light Orchestra. Um, nice nice little average good in here. You know, a nice little fast driving song. This is driving music. They got that dang uh, effect on the voice throughout a good amount of the song where it sounds like they're yelling into a fan or into a clothes basket. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, that's not quite an echo. It's like vocoder. I don't know what the hell, but I'm, I'm not a producer. They, they produce some good shit. So anyway, uh, yeah, Turn to Stone by ELO. And uh, next one. No, no, oh, we oh, talk about the song. Oh, what, the, what? I just talked a bunch about the song. Okay. What the fuck oh, okay. do they say at the end of it? The thing they say in The Sweet Escape and the thing that they say in This Will Be. Yeah, and I love Yellow, but fuck, I do not like this song. I Well, well, there's that one part of it that's like the freaking... No, you could even ask the people who sang it. They don't know what the hell they just said. Jeff Lynn. Hey, Jeff Lynn, what are you saying? Yeah, it's like freaking... This Will Be, one of my least favorite songs ever. Just because it's got that freak. I'm not even going to do an impression of We'll Wake Up the Neighbors. Because um, there's just a bunch of screaming. Speaking of songs, there are a bunch of. Now I'll get on to a song about screaming a little bit later. But uh, yeah, any, anything else to say about that song, Greg? I, I just. I, I always wonder when he's like, When you were gone, I turned to stone. I turned to stone. And I'm like, So is this a song about a statue that turns into a man when people see him? Or what is this about? He lives with. Anti-Medusa. A turn to stone. <laughs> like yeah. when she, when he doesn't look at her, that's when he's made her rocks. And you know what? It's got to be a real shitty existence. He had to stare deep into her eyes the whole time he sang that song. You know how hard that is? Yeah. All right. That's so. probably the noise they make before they turn into the stone. Is the how about a 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 turn into stone? Well, well, hey, you know, it's, it ain't super high on my list of what I like by ELO, but, but that, that ain't saying too much, because gosh darn, I, I do enjoy that band. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, Turn to Stone. Um, and then my next honorable mention, uh, Fooling Yourself. Uh, I think there's parentheses, Angry Young Man or something, and it follows as a subtitle or whatever. You know how songs got to have parentheses after something, as if one title wasn't good enough. Uh, by Styx. Yeah, I forgot to say it, unless I already did. But anyway, uh, probably my favorite Sticks song. Um, on the album, the, the Grand Illusion, I think it's called, they got the title track to start it off, The Grand Illusion, whatever. 
it starts out and you think, oh, is this fooling yourself? Um, and no, no, it's it's a different song, which are both pretty alright, but... Fucking sticks. Playing the same song multiple times in the album. Yeah. Fucking confusing me. Yeah, no, nah, but, but it's, uh... But gosh darn, it's a good song. Um, I don't have too much to say about it, except if you like... If you don't like Sticks, maybe you'll like this one a tiny bit because it hasn't been butchered on the radio as much as Come Sail Away and Mr. Roboto. Oh, it's it's great uh, fucking synthesizer, you know. Oh, yeah. Keyboard shit. Got those freaking arpeggios, the archipelagos, the... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Fooling Yourself by Sticks. Um, then, uh, then my next honorable mention... Uh, it's called Thunder in My Heart by Leo Sayer. And this man sings some, some dumb shit, guys. Yawn, yawn. You make me feel like dancing. dancing. You know, you ever watch those infomercials at 4 a.m. for the, you know, early 70s music? Uh, Are you freaking... old? Have you done too much cocaine? Then you're going to love the 70s. All well, right. Yeah, well... Well, this man is pretty much just like Richard Simmons with, you know, big ol' afro, tiny man. If just, Richard Simmons and the Bee Gees had an orgy and produced a child, this is what you'd get. Oh, man, I want to see that. All right. Okay. Um, and so, so yeah, you just, like, look at the album cover, the album art on his uh, 1976 Endless Flight, and it's just him with the sky as a background and him just doing like a midair split looking like the goofiest motherfucker ever born. Let me look at uh, that. I'll, Do you have that? Yeah, I, I have that on hand. Yeah, guys. This is a um, fun This is the fun segment for the uh, listeners. They're like, I want to fucking see this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you. yeah, you guys don't have access to it. Don't look for Endless Flight by Leo Sayer. You'll never see what it looks like. It'll be on the regular show's Instagram page. Oh, yeah, that'll be our that'll be our picture for the podcast episode. If I could make my senior picture different from what I made it in high school, I would just substitute that picture of that man on that album cover. So anyway, he makes some, some let's call it wussy music. But then this song, Thunder in My Heart, Sounds like freaking Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross, but like a little bit more disco. Um, but if it was also sang by Freddie Mercury with a sore throat, he is just belting it out in this song. Um, and the chorus, uh, I don't know, it sounds like boo yoo Anyway, I'm, just, I'm taking too many musical branches here, guys. Um, musical branches, pat, pat, musical chairs. That's right, patting myself on the back here, little flex. I know the names of things, but anyway. I'm Brendan. I have a penis. Okay. Yeah, I man, I got got five of those. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, Thunder in My Heart is just a good ass power disco song, um, full of that good old emotion. Uh, and then then my next and dang, I'm t- we're taking some some cool time on on these uh, honorable mentions, but that's okay, guys. We got time. We're we're mellowing, you know. Yeah, we're only 18, 19 minutes in. It's okay. Oh yeah. Um, next one, Baby Hold On by Eddie Money. Probably my favorite Eddie Money song, if not Shaken, because gosh darn Shaken's a good song, but that didn't come out in 1977. Baby I feel like he it. takes, like, when he was recording it, they had him in the other room. He does sound like he's a bit of a distance away from the microphone. Yeah. And, you know, in a way that's different from Reverb, where you're singing in a cave with the tube, tube yourself. Okay, but, but that's enough of me 
shitting on that uh, production effect. You know, I got some love for it sometimes. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's just like it's a it's a slow, fast song. It's, it's yeah, weird. it is. It's a weird pace. Like, like what other songs sound exactly like that? Because it sounds like it should change to something else the entire time, but no, it's just the same thing. So it's but but no, no, I just I like it. Uh, and, oh yeah. Uh, two tickets to paradise came out on the same album and i've i've had enough of that but but anyway yeah it's a uh, baby hold on rest well, in good, peace eddie money uh and then one song that i've not had enough of leonard skinnard uh probably my favorite song by them i know a little and this one you've probably heard before uh i didn't even know that i had heard it but like recognize the title for a second gave a listen you know what it is a good, soulful, rockabilly sounding song. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know what more I have to say about the, uh, about it other than, you know, freaking some grand guitar work going on. It is freaking intricate and and lovely. Um, but anyway, fun, fun, fun song. Uh, I Know a Little by Leonard Skinner. If it's not Freebird, I don't want to hear it. Free. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's my honorable mention. Yeah, uh, and if you're a fan of rockabilly music, check out The Cramps. Uh, Brendan had me listen to a sample of that the other day, and that was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, guys, take our word for it. Can you do an impression? (laughs) So if you're you're down with that, you're going to fucking love The Cramps. Yeah, if, if, if you don't like the Stray Cats, then you'll love The Cramps. All right. All right. <laughs> the menstrual cramps, right, Brennan? Yeah. 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 That's what they That's give, a period that's joke. That's okay. what they give you when you listen to that. Right. Which is a good thing. Okay, anyway, uh, you. Uh, my number, f- uh, my first honorable mention is Two Tickets to Paradise. Whoa. Yes. Uh, that song can never get old to me because I'm not a shallow asshole like Brennan. Whoa. You know. It's just, it's it's what I call the iconic Eddie Money song. Even though I like Take Me Home Tonight more, I feel like that's that's the Eddie Money song people go to. <laughs> you know? I got two tickets to paradise. Won't you pack your bags because you got to get out of your house because you're getting evicted or something. I don't know what he says. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, yeah, two tickets to paradise. Great fucking song. Uh, we love Eddie Money. At the regular show, yeah, and we love regular money too. Yeah, I know any money, any money, Eddie money, all of the money. We love Kevin Bacon. We love normal bacon. We love it all. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, you know, when I think of honorable mentions, I would say nobody does it better than Carly Simon, because my next song is Ooh. "Nobody Does It Better" by Carly Simon, mm, yeah. the theme song for "The Spy Who Loved Me," my favorite movie of nineteen seventy-seven. So it all it all comes back to full circle, you know. Yeah, no, it's a damn good song, you know. It's, it's it starts out with that little bing, Yeah, it is. Maybe I'm amazed. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way. But no, no, fucking great song, great fucking song. We love Carly Simon at the regular show more so than I'd say James Taylor. Uh, Except yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that Mockingbird song because that song is fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mock. Yeah. <laughs> Ing. Bird. 
Yeah. You know, I, I say they were the they were the prelude to uh, Timbaland. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh great fucking song. Um Psycho Killer, the Talking Heads. You know, I learned a lot of French from this uh, from the Talking Heads. Pescasay. Fa 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 um Psycho Killer, it was uh, featured in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You remember that? No, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, they all sing it. It's great. Oh, no, I remember that now. <laughs> uh, that, that, <laughs> it's that easy, folks. <laughs> now that you said they all sing it, I'm like, I remember the actual song in there, but like, if you said the people in the show sang it, well, now that rings a bell. Like, it, I don't know why, but I always feel like it's a great song to play during like chase scenes in horror films because he's like... You better run, 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 run away. Whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. A great fucking song. I, I just never had a lot of love for the song. It's, like, it's just a really quiet song to me, and then he just does that. And then it's like, whoa. That was on Rock Band, right? Uh, it was on Rock Band, yeah. Fun fucking song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we love David Byrne at the regular show. Go watch John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Punch on uh, Netflix. It's a great friggin' uh, hour special. That's right. Yeah, we promise we do more than just watch TV and listen to music. <laughs> we no, just... we don't. Yeah, okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we, we work our asses off just to put out the podcast. That's right. We work our asses off, our backs off. Our... Yeah. Um, I, I literally don't have an ass. I, I have to wear a belt at all times. It sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know any other body parts. So, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Allison. Allison by Elvis Costello. The yeah. good Elvis. You all, yeah. you all thought no. I was going to say Elvis Presley, but no. No, I'm not a, not a huge Elvis guy. Anyways. Um... Yeah, you may know Elvis Costello from that one scene in uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, when him and Burt Bacharach are singing, uh, What do you get when you fall in love? The fucking song from the 60s. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Elvis Costello, he's great. He's like the white Lenny Kravitz. He, uh, listen to Allison and you're going to be like, Holy shit, this sounds like a Lenny Kravitz song. But it's not. Yeah, you know it. He he does every time I hear a song by him. This is Lenny Kravitz. You know, listen to Pump It Up. It's like if Lenny Kravitz sang Wild Wild West. What's not, Wild Wild West? Not the Will Smith one, but the Escape Club one. Right. With the gave me gave me safe sex. Yeah. You know, people didn't like to sing about safe sex. They always liked to sing about raw dogging it. That's right. That's yes. right. We That's we love we raw dogging at the regular show. No, we don't. Safe sex is important. People wear a condom. Always wear a condom. Yeah, or like one of those night suits of armors. That's that's good too. You know, people can't even reach. And there yeah. it is. Okay. Safe, super safe sex. All right. I'll tell you, you know what the safest sex is? It's abstinence. All right. That's right. That's, that's right. some okay. things some that's, people say. That's a hundred percent safe. Uh, anyways, I, enough about that. Um, to top it off, my last honorable mention is Mister Blue Sky by ELO. That's right. I like it more than Tear to Stone, if you couldn't tell. No, I, I get it. 
the last minute's nice. I'm a dick. No, no, no. no it's, it's a good. It song. starts out and the guy is doing like a weather report and you hear the piano, bump, 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 bump. Back to the street where we <laughs> began, but but not really. It's not Nine in the Afternoon by Panic at the Disco. It's Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. That's right. And it's also not that part in the middle of A Day in the Life by the Beatles. It's Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. And, you know, it's one of those songs that you hear in all these movies. It was in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Fucking love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I'll suck that movie's dick every single time I talk about it. But, uh, yeah, we love... Uh, Mr. Blue Sky at the regular show. ELO is one of those bands that I have a love-hate relationship with them because I feel like I've heard so much of their music so much. But, like, Mr. Blue Sky, I feel like I don't hear that enough. Yeah, no, I I had to listen to it a, a couple of times in the last couple of days because I, I just straight up forgot what it even sounded like because the radio, the radio ain't on it as much as they're uh, playing Living Thing every, every day. Every fucking day it's Living Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that that's the last of my honorable mentions. And we're already 30 minutes into the show. People are probably like, okay, get to the damn top 10. That's right. I'm sure you guys have your own top 10 lists of 1977. And, you know, if your favorite song didn't come on here, it's probably because we, we knew and didn't like it. No, no. Okay. But, you but also, maybe, like, you motherfucking that's the case. <laughs> Okay, because we looked through all the songs. All the songs. Um, all right, so so my number 10. Um, Isn't it time to start the... Li- no, uh, the song is called Isn't It Time uh, by The Babies. And I've never heard their band name pronounced, and it's spelled like B-A-B-Y-S, grammatically incorrect, so it could be The Babbies. Um and they have another song called Every Time I Think of You, and it pretty much sounds identical to this one, but this one came out in 1977. So it's just a nice song that sounds exactly like the year it came out. That's all I can really say. They sound um, too much like Air Supply. Oh, jeez. No, That's I, not a compliment. Well, I'm not a big Air Supply man. But, um, but like, I thought that this song was by Stevie Wonder for years. It sounds exactly like something that he would have made like right around that time. Um, cause you know they got the damn. I can't find the answers to the questions. Keep going through my mind. Like they got the same, you know, screaming and all the sure. other stuff. Stevie probably wonders why he didn't write it. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. We and, love know, to make jokes at the regular. And show. the song begins on a nice sounding little piano ditty, and you know that it's a freaking Stevie Wonder song, guys. But no, it's by the Babbis or the Babies. Well, one of those two. The great John Waite was in that band. He had that great song, Missing You, from the 80s. That's much better than anything the babies could have come up with, but that's beyond me. (laughs) All righty. What about you, Greg? What's your number 10? Number 10. Thank you for asking. Um, You know it. You love it. It's probably the signature song of 1977, uh, Staying Alive. You can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. Um... You know, you just got those three motherfuckers standing around walking and wearing those white disco suits and fucking singing. Ha, 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 ha. And it's the, it's the Bee Gees. Everybody loves the Bigs. They love the Bigs. Uh, yeah, Beach. Yeah, the old Bigs. Love, love me some Beach. Yeah, yeah. You love that Beach, don't you? Oh, um, yeah. Can't get enough Beach. Yeah, okay. Can't All get right. enough of that Beach. Uh, you know... 
that's what you think about. You think about John Travolta walking on the sidewalk at the beginning of Saturday Night Fever before all the drugs, before all the fucking crazy shit. With a little too much confidence. Before all the disco dancing. And you're like, this motherfucker's going to be in the greatest musical of all time next year. <laughs> and, and that's what you thought when you watched that movie in 1977. Yeah, you know, I, I would have had a, a Bee Gees song uh, on my list here, but, you know, my favorite two, You Should Be Dancing and Jive Talking, which were also featured on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, were released a couple of years earlier. That, that's a little... That's a little intricate thing that I made sure not to like ooh not not to go putting any yeah. these songs from other years on we we figured that out the hard way no. we did I screamed at you the last That's time right. you I got out the whip I did yeah oh, you uh, got out both whips all right yeah. um it's uh yeah staying alive good they don't need to know about my Mr what's his name gray room corner no uh, yeah you, know, you want to see my pleasure room welcome to Flavortown That's yeah. right yeah you want to see my Xbox I don't know, that was a joke or something she said in the trailer. Uh, I haven't seen the film. Oh, I don't have anybody to watch it with. Who am I going to watch it with? You? You know? No. Yeah. What? Are we going to make love? I don't make love. I fuck hard. You know? That's, that's <laughs> All the, the panties dropped. All the panties <laughs> dropped when he said that. That's funny stuff. Like, I, I know I should not have watched the movie, but a person made me watch the movie, so I have to throw it all you guys. That's that's all I can describe the person with is just... A person. A person. Yep. Um, that's all they'll get. Because once you make me watch Fifty Shades of Grey, we're, we're done. All right, but, but anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, my number nine. Um, Peg by Steely Dan. You want to know what that song's about? It's not about pegging. It's not. I know, I know. I was That's just what I would have thought it was about. In night, you know, since Steely, Steely Dan is named after a sex toy, I figured all bets are off. That's ex- whoa! I've never even like I've thought of that before because I read the damn book where they got the inspiration for the thing from, right? Like Naked Lunch. Right. Yeah, great, great book. Don't read the book, guys. I say read it and don't read it. That's that's. Brennan was yeah. forced to read it against his will in English in college. Yeah, and I. <laughs> Oh gosh! I mean, if if you want to burn your hands after putting a book in it, you know that that's the book to. Anyway, Peg, um, you know one of my favorite Steely Dan songs. You know, just I got your picture. Freaking, just a groovy sounding jazzy song. You know, pretty much all their songs. You know, when it comes to lyrics, you know, are are they super deep? You know, are they not that whimsical? I don't know. They're just they're just singing about stuff. Um, and I can never follow it, no matter how many times I listen to it. But it sounds good. They got good sounds. Peg Steely Dan. That's the great thing about Steely Dan. They always just sing about stuff. Fun fact about Steely Dan. We were going to see Steely Dan this year at uh, SPAC with uh, Steve Winwood. But no. No, that didn't happen. I paid, Every week I have to talk about the concerts we aren't going to get to see this year. I paid for those tickets, guys. You know, come find me. Come give me talk money. Talk about getting pegged. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. You're number nine, Greg. Number nine. Uh, you know, you took the words right out of my mouth. Mm. By uh, Meatloaf. Well, Off the great album, Bat Out of Hell. I could have picked a bunch of songs. I could have picked Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, you know, with a great line, There Ain't No Coupe de Ville Hiding at the Bottom of a Cracker Jack Box. Well, of course not, Meatloaf. <laughs> it's a fucking car. But that's beyond the point. Anyways, um, you know, 
on a hot summer night would you offer the wolf your throat or whatever and there's yes. a lot of interesting words all over that album. What? Yeah, it's it's a great fucking song. Uh, it was a hot summer night, he, as he says in the beginning of the song, even though he already said it. That's right. Good contrast to, you know, there were nights when the wind was so cold. That's right. Uh, if you listen to Meatloaf now, he sounds like a ghost. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, look up Meatloaf Live from the last, like, ten years, and, and it's very entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but you know, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, it must have been when you were kissing me. It's a fun fucking song. It's a fun fucking song. And then there's the part at the end where they're like, "Who doesn't love the common rock stuff?" Everybody loves clapping during rock songs, and I'm just gonna tell you right now, I do not have "We Will Rock You" slash "We Are the Champions" on my list. I almost did, but oh, you know, I could have gone ahead. We could have. Called it one song. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Cause well, I didn't the way either. it's played on the radio, it's one song. I, you know, because I was gonna say I didn't put either of those on my list yeah. because I just think of them as half a song. Right. And you know, well, there it is, guys. Yeah. You're you're queen. We we observe your queen. We love Queen, and you know, news of the world came yeah. out uh, this year. And speaking of speaking of not observing the queen, the anarchy in the UK is also not on either of our lists. I presume. No, it's not. Um, because I... Uh, it's Shax Pistols. All right. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, fucking, fucking gotta love Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. hey guys, go watch Meatloaf freak out on Gary Busey on The Apprentice on YouTube. Just type uh, type in Meatloaf Gary Busey The Apprentice and you're going to see some amazing shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he's, he's intense. He's a delicious dinner food. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love Meatloaf. Uh, Gary Busey at one point calls him Loaf. I mean, what's not to love? Anyways, Brennan. He's on a last name basis with me, Loaf. Come on, Loaf. I didn't mean to steal your paint or whatever the fuck he thought he stole from him. Oh, good, good. All right. uh, My number eight is uh, Black Betty by Ray. Whoa, motherfucking Black Betty. I know, I know. Um, Whoa. Black Betty, uh, Ambulance, you know, the damn... Daniel Tosh reference, yeah. If you guys know what we're talking about, you'll be very amused. If you don't know what you're talking about, you'll think that somebody did cocaine or something. You know, every person ever who's listened to the song has said Ambulance or Amberlance or or Bamalam, as as he says it in the song. I mean, of course, everyone's got to have said that part uh, specifically, but... Yeah, no, this is just freaking good song all over the place. Sound freaking you know, opens up all epic with the. The song is so good. Yeah. Some people will sit and listen to the remaining three minutes of it in their car when they pull into a parking lot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We we say that specifically because we've witnessed uh, another fellow doing that. Um, I don't blame him, but it was amusing. That's right. Shout out to you, anonymous man with a uh, with fine music taste. Um, but yeah, fun song, freaking, you know, ah, just freaking uh, intricate southern sounding stuff. I, I guess that's what I'll call it. I like to call it a car crash. I call, I call it a musical car crash because that's exactly what it sounds. But yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't say that it stands the test of time necessarily, because uh, I mean, if you hear the song a few times, you'll probably just get annoyed. But hey. You know, I still got the love for it. 
good good little tiny masterpiece. I like that breakdown it does near the end. And it sounds like the freaking yeah. <laughs> you know, it, you know, yeah. See, a song got multiple movements, changing up tempos. Come on, you got hands. Yeah, bowel kind of movements, maybe. All right. Alrighty. Uh, how about you, Greg? You're number eight. Number eight. I wish I could swim like the dolphins, like dolphins can swim. Uh, heroes, David Bowie, the great David Bowie. Uh, you know, the dude was 69 when he died. Great yeah. number. But, but uh, yeah, he uh, he's one of the best uh, out there. And, and Heroes know. is such a good fucking song. Every time I hear it, you know, I just, I get in that mood. Great fucking song. I I think uh, the movie Daniel Radcliffe, their horns, I think it was called, uh, had this song in it like ten times, and it was all during sex scenes and stuff. Nice. Uh, Did a person make you watch that one too? Um. Well, why the same person uh, who made me watch Fifty Shades of Grey actually turned this movie off halfway through it because there was too much sex, and I was quite enjoying the actual plot. As I do when I watch things that are full of sex, I enjoy the plot. Come on, yeah, guys. sure, okay. Um, yeah. But no, no, no. But it was actually kind of interesting, and I want to see how the movie ends. She was like, "This is disgusting," and oh goodness. But anyway, that person isn't listening to it, so that I person won't... is irrelevant. We don't talk That's about right. that. Person. I won't throw out a name, but I'll also be respectful out of discreetness or something backwards with that. But anyway, yeah, damn, damn good song and a damn good half of a movie that I know yeah. of so far. The uh, Wallflowers did a cover for it for the Godzilla film. Oh yeah. yeah, I feel like I've heard it, but I can't imagine what it sounds like because I feel like it sounds identical. It's yeah, it's pretty close, but yeah, rest in peace, the great David Bowie, uh, Heroes, great song. Number seven. Number seven. Um, speaking of meatloaf, but like from a couple minutes ago, um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light uh, is my uh, favorite one by Meatloaf that year. Um, this song, all over the place, two all over the place songs in a row on my list, but this one is extra all over the place. This is some musical, uh, by, by musical I mean like film or stage production type musical thing, um, because, oh my goodness, uh, it just sounds like that kind of nature. But anyway, uh, in the middle of the song, you know, it's got that whatever breakdown thing where it's just a, um, ba- dude comment and baseball stuff. The great uh, Phil Rizzuto is commentating, commentating him making out with this woman. Oh, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, look at this young man go. He's getting to second base. And then a bunch of other stuff. And then I'm like, uh, um, you know, like, oh, wait. So this is about baseball. But then I remember, no, wait, this ain't about baseball. <laughs> and then uh, and then there's the freaking, uh, you know, stop right there. You know, will you love me forever? And then it's like, oh. Let me sleep on it, and it's like that's funny. He just he just wants to do the dirty stuff, and she's like, wait, I want, I don't want to get bamboozled. And he's like, no, please let's do it, and then I'll tell you tomorrow if I want to marry you. And then he's like, okay, fine, yeah, sure, I'll love you till the end of time. And then and then he's like, now I'm praying for the end of time. And I was like, ah, this this goofy <laughs> son of bitch. Good old breaking. meatloaf, just looking for a piece of ass. Meatloaf being a damn heartbreaker. And making the funniest eight-minute-long song ever. But I'll tell you, isn't that every person's dream, having a man commentate you making out and about to have sex? Like, isn't that what everybody wants at one point in their life? 
Here they are getting into the bed and they're taking off their clothes and they're having intercourse. Yay. I don't know. I don't know, you know. I just, I feel like that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I just, for years I heard this song and I never paid attention to the words. I'm, I'm like, oh, is this just a general thing about commitment they're yelling at the end? Which, like, yes, but I, I never understood that. It's just in the context of he just wants to get it on in his car. Um, and that, that's literally it. And then, then, will you make me so happy for the rest of my life? Will you take me away? Will you make me your wife? Take her away. Where is he going to take her to? A castle in the middle of the woods? <laughs> well, that's for another song. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, just a a damn good, you know, top top tier meatloaf going on. Uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, good shit. How about you, Greg? Oh, man, yeah, that's the good shit. Everybody loves meatloaf. Um, listen, if if you love meatloaf, look up the meatloaf Mitt Romney America the Beautiful. Uh, that's another oh great one. Oh gosh, that one especially. That yeah, one is guys. even better than fucking meatloaf live. Um, anyway, you are just packed with stuff to find that is oh, may or yeah. may not be good about. These meatloaf. are gifts. These are gifts to the American people. You are. Just throwing away the blackmail you have on meatloaf. <laughs> I'll tell people about these things that the public has known about for years. All right. Okay. Okay, come come on. Come, come. sail away. Whoa. Come sail away by sticks. I mean, what more can I say than the very first line of the song, I'm sailing away. He gives it away in the first fucking sentence. You know, come sail away, you're like, okay, well, what could this be about? But he literally tells you at the beginning of the song. This is straight up, come on a boat with me, please. Yeah. Yeah. A gathering of angels, a beam above my head, which sang to me this song of hope, and this is what they said. They said, come sail away. So I'm like, okay, what kind of drugs were taken when he was writing the song, and where can I find them? Yeah, what, what drugs were you taking when he was reading that brochure? <laughs> you know, a beam of light, the angels speaking to him. Like, there. But, but it is a great fucking prog rock song, and uh, it's not my favorite Sticks song. No. no. My favorite Sticks song came out the next year, but we'll talk about that on a different episode. Uh, That's a story for a different. I'll never forget the first time I heard the song. It was on an uh, advertisement for the film Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Mm. Yes, you remember from Disney, the old Disney cartoon that a lot of people didn't watch, but a lot of people did. They loved it, or they didn't. I don't know. Uh, That's the the movie that's not Treasure Planet. That's right. They came out around the same time, but they're not the same movie. The vibes, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Come Sail Away. You're like, oh shit, is that Billy Joel? No, it's fucking Dennis DeYoung, and he's really loud. All right. He is really loud. He is very he loud. Just, yeah. I'm feeling away. Like it, yeah, man. He just really sounds like helium right into a megaphone. Oh, yeah. There it is. All right. Uh, number six, Brennan. Right, What's number, number six? Number six. Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, huh? Peter Gabriel, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've never read too much into the lyrics of this song, um, so I, I don't have too much commentary on that. I'm totally lost. Uh, you might have to help me out, but, but um, I just freaking love the way that this song sounds. 
You know, it's got that, and you know, it just sounds like a dang, like a natural song. There, there it is. Yeah. I'll call it that. Um, but it's I, a yeah. great British song. It's a great, it's a great British song in it. Yeah. Oh, right now, what's uh, what's this here, ain't it? Uh, huh. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. All right. See ya. Good. Good song, that's my commentary. Good song, Salisbury Hill, Peter Gabriel. Jolly right. good song, eh? Hey, old chap. What's uh, what's your number six? A little bit sad, in it. All right. <laughs> uh, everybody fucking loves this song. This has one of the greatest riffs in the history of uh, rock and roll. Uh, Barracuda by Heart. Uh, we love heart at the regular show. If you listen to my last episode, I already talked about these dreams. That's right. But, They're uh, almost as important as brain. Ah, 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 ah. All right. Uh, yeah. Fucking. Just they are fucking great. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, Barracuda. Like fucking Guitar Hero Three. Barracuda's on Guitar Hero Three, and I'll never forget. Playing it on easy mode and failing. Yeah, no, that that one that one was tricky to you. And then I spent about two weeks playing nothing but Guitar Hero Three, and I fucking mastered it on expert. Oh yeah, two uh, weeks to get good at expert. Correct? Yeah, yeah. It took me two minutes. <laughs> no, no, I know it did. No, this motherfucker no. has this incredible ability to pick up a controller and master any video game he's playing and get better than me at it, despite the fact that I can put ten more years into a video game than he will. He'll just pick it up and beat me. Doesn't matter. I, I know. And just imagine if I put that kind of effort into something practical and valuable to my life, <laughs> where I would be. Ah, uh, yes. That was a great laugh. All right. Uh, um... Yeah, Barracuda, uh, you know it, you love it. It's probably my favorite heart song. Maybe not, I don't know. It's up there. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Number five. Number five. Top five, baby. That's right, guys. Cracking into a, well, you're cracking into a Slim Jim. That's right. It's funny, I feel like we're going to have spent more time talking about our honorable mentions than we are talking about our top ten list. Oh, shit, maybe. I mean, honorable mentions, well, I had to say something about all of my honorable mentions, right? That's why they're mentionable. That's right. Um, can't just say good song for them like I can say about Salisbury Hill. Anyway, number five, Jet Airliner by Steve Miller Band. Oh, yeah, rocking me. I love it. That's right. Ha-ha, it the same song. So yeah, yeah, no jet airliner. Freaking, is that the one where uh, at the beginning of the song it's just the like it's uh it's got whatever the with the freaking the synthesizer noise. I made the joke that it's the same fucking song as Rocking Me, and now I genuinely can't remember which one is which. Oh, well, the ah, uh, it's just a. Apart from the really weird, like, minute-long beginning that you would think would get cut out. Okay. Well, then it goes into that for another full minute, and you would think that the radio edits would have cut out the gigantic uh, introduction or whatever for it, but uh, hey, you know... I don't know, I just remember being a kid and dad being like, yo, you gotta listen to this fucking shit, this is Steve Miller, and he played, like, Steve Miller Greatest Hits, and I'd be like, oh, this is fucking weird noises, man. This is fucking weird noises, man. Yeah, and, well, 
And that's was, all I remember. It was normal sounding songs and then a bunch of isolated weird sounds. Yeah, just not, fucking weird not shit. Not too much combinations of the two. Yeah. You wouldn't sing over weeds. That's that's what I was always getting out of it. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know, you know I don't. Somebody want to give get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> in, in any of that funky shit going down and say that's mm-hmm. right. He he says the words, but but not on the radio. So yeah, yeah, no, it's just just a darn good sounding southern rock song and uh yeah yeah no i i got the love for it uh yeah. i would have had uh jungle love uh on my top 10 if i if i had it on there ah uh, you know what J- jungle love it, it makes a great work uh, uh playlist song if it didn't have the damn you know freaking <laughs> sounds in it and then toward the end of the song it's got even more yeah, that's the great thing about noises. Steve Miller. He had a bunch of weird fucking noises in his music. Ah, damn, I... Yeah, what a, what a weird... What a weird. You know that his godfather was Les Paul? Oh, yeah. All right. All right, I believe it. All right. Um, what are we on, number five? We're on number five. It's time for a sad one. Mm. Yeah. I love you, sad ones. You know where I'm going with this. Off the great album, The Point of No Return... Uh, Dust in the Wind by Kansas. Yeah. You know, I close my eyes only for a moment and the moment's gone. That's the way I feel like every time I go to bed. Because I swear to God, I wake up in the morning feeling more exhausted than I did when I went to sleep. And uh, so they hit it right right on the head. Um, Beautiful fucking sad song. Basically about how time uh, means nothing because everything is gone in the blink of an eye and happiness. (laughs) We love it. I love it. But uh, great fucking song, probably my second favorite Kansas song. That's right. I always associate that song with Wind of Change, and after all these years of associating, I've realized it's dust in the wind of change. Yeah, it's the word. It's just the word. But I mean, it's also the, you know, the the slow, sad. There's a great violin solo at at the end of the song, or at about the middle of the song, I guess. Oh yeah. That's right. That's some, some uh, ahead of its time stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Kansas, man. Oh, and it's it's great. Uh, if you loved Old School, the movie Old School with Will Ferrell, he uh, sings it at uh, Blue's funeral when the old man dies after having a heart attack watching the two naked ladies wrestle. Remember that? I don't remember a lot of that movie. Yeah, you got to watch that movie again. It's a great movie. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I just described like one of the best scenes of the movie to you. Yeah, shit. And that went one year out of the other. He's talking about old school. Yeah. Damn, Anyways, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah as, if you guys couldn't tell, Brennan's got like ADHD or some shit. Yeah, whoa, whoa, man. I, my TV ain't that good. I got like standard definition uh, attention deficit. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, yeah. My number four. Number four. Scenes from an Italian restaurant by Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By Billy Joel. Uh, this song. Is another, you know, all over the place musical type style of a song. Um, not staying in any one place for too long. And gosh darn it. Uh, middle of the song, yeah, rock and roll. And then it's like a saxophone. Like one of those, uh, I think it's a soprano saxophone or whatever. That's um, just high pitch line. Or, or fuck, is it, is it oboe? Clarinet, well, one of those songs that isn't very rocking, uh, instruments that isn't very rocking. Saxophone, yeah, it's definitely saxophone. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, oh fuck, man. I'm mixing up parts of the song. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who's the song about? It's a song about uh, Br- Brender and Eddie. Brender and Eddie, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, they were the popular steady, the king and the queen of the prom, riding around with a car top down and the radio on. Um, nobody refers to anybody as a steady. Nobody's referred to that in the last 60 fucking years, Billy Joel. Come on, man. They're the popular steady. You know, that's that's what I get out of it. But God, that's a great fucking song. See, you know, I, I just freaking love a song that sounds like it's five different songs, and this one is it. It is, you know, top-tier Billy Joel. Who is Billy Joel singing to, you know? Ooh, ah. I'll meet you anytime you want in our Italian restaurant. Is, does he own an Italian restaurant with this woman or man or who? I don't know. But oh, he, he's a commercial talking about uh, red wines and white wines. Eventual uh, separation or whatever it is. Uh, you know, he's putting them on blast, but also singing fun shit. Just all in one commercial. He's just saying whatever the hell he wants. Apparently, they saved bread for a couple of years, and that's um, they bought a big water bed. Yeah, yeah with no. uh, with all that bread that they saved, and I'm like. One, how the fuck do you save all that bread? Well... And two, why would you buy a waterbed? Because it's 1977, folks, and that's why. That is why. But, you know uh, no, I know bread is money. I'm not a If you got that much idiot. penicillin uh, mold on your hands... <laughs> that's right. Uh, They're going to give you anything, just so you can get the fuck away. That's right. That's when they discovered it. When was uh, World War One, uh, 1977? All yeah. Right. Um... So, uh, they, yeah. That's probably the last time somebody used the phrase steady. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take that, Billy Joel. All right. uh, well, what's your number for, Greg? Uh, it is The Loadout Slash Stay by the great Jackson Brown. Um, oh, shit. Those are, that can be lumped as one song. Just like yeah. Little Rocky and We're the Champions. Yeah, because oh, it's, you know, long play on the radio. Fucking... I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the stay part, but I but love that loadout song. Oh, that's the part. I'm like, you stay? You know, no, that's not who sings it. Sounds like Elmo, man. <laughs> no, uh, um, yeah, but, you know, loadout, great fucking piano starting out. And, and it's basically just a song about packing up and fucking going from town to town, putting on a show. And, you know, it's like fan service. It's a song about how much Jackson Brown loves his fans and. It was on the great album Running on Empty, which that's also a great song, but I just like the loadout more. Uh, you know, it puts you right in that uh, time. Because he says things like, uh, we got eight tracks and cassettes and stereo and Richard Pryor on the video. And, yeah, and you, know, know, you don't have that anymore. It's like, uh, you know, tur- turn the page, but with a l- little happier spin, you know, there. Yeah, yeah. Turn the page and load out. Very, very similar songs. Uh, gotta love it. But yeah, yeah. Jackson Brown. People, people sleep on that guy. I'm telling you, he's. Hey man, people sleep with that guy. You oh yeah, no doubt about recently, it. But... He was a handsome man. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. What's what's your number three, Brendan? My number three, "Lust for Life" by Iggy Pop. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, this it is. This song is the good shit. Oh man. Um, lots of questionable words, you know, uh, like here, like I'm just a modern guy. Of course I've had it in the year before, whatever that means. Maybe he's talking about, you know, had um, what in, had it, his his penis in something. Well, 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 that's the implication, you know, 
there's there's subtlety with this song. There's no subtlety with this song. Uh, you know, it's fucking Iggy Pop. What do you want? Talking from? about liquor and drugs and freaking, uh, you know, hey man, where'd you get that lotion? And I is like, what the hell is this song? Didn't even he about? record this like with David Bowie or some shit? Yeah, yeah, no, him, him and David Bowie in, in cahoots yeah. uh, for nineteen seventy seven. The great Iggy Pop. Shit together, Bo- both of them came out with two albums in that year. You know who Very Iggy weird. Pop reminds me of? Who's your man? Alice Cooper. Ooh, oof, yeah. man, I, I take offense to that. I know you because do because I'm offended by Alice Cooper. Yeah, that's right. Do an Alice Cooper impression. Boy, then. <laughs> I don't like Alice Cooper. I guys. fucking Come love at it. Me. Um, that is amazing. The, and that's uh, so. So anyway, yeah. No, just freaking lust for life. First second of the song, it just sounds so fun. What other song sounds like that? Uh, far from. Are you gonna, gonna be my girl? Be my girl? Yeah. Um, but, um, but for you can't time, hurry love. But but it's like but you can't hurry love is like the quietest song ever made. And this song is loud and good. You know, with freaking piano. Here the... comes Johnny and again. It, 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 is dri- it is the most driving music ever. It was in a commercial for like a, whatever cruise line. Oh, I, yeah. I forget. It was like, you know, re- remove it from the cruise line commercial and it's an amazing song. It is. I know. And it's like fucking the guy surfing on the wave and the kid jumping in the pool. Or something. Yeah, I think he might, have even been in the, he might have been in the commercial just like with a white screen behind him dancing like a dummy. I don't even. He could have been. It would have been a better commercial. There was no no necessity. Iggy Pop, that dude was thin as fuck. He he's weird shapes. Yeah. I I don't know when he didn't look old. We love Iggy Pop at the regular show. Oh yeah. But damn, what a what a good song. One of my favorite songs of the year. Evidently by me. That one just uh, missed the cut. Yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm up its ass. I know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Greg. What's your number three? Salisbury Hill by uh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah, bit sad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, that's all. Ain't a load of bollocks. No. Hello. All right. Uh, yeah, we fucking love Peter Gabriel at the regular show. Um, climbing up on Salisbury Hill. Just love it. It's uh, it's a fun song. Like, it's more... It's one of the most fun Peter Gabriel songs, I'd say. Maybe, uh, you know only second to shock the monkey or sledgehammer the song about his penis that was also a sledgehammer oh man you know but there's there's some some pretty sinister to the sound of shock the monkey and there's there's something uh something but it's a, a fun too, fucking song a little too adult to sledgehammer that but then salisbury hill it's just it's got more of an innocent vibe it's a feel good thing. song yeah it's like a romantic comedy song like it's like a pure song like when i hear it i see hugh grant Cheating on Elizabeth Hurley with a prostitute. No. That's not very pure, Greg. <laughs> the man cheated on Elizabeth Hurley, Brennan. That goober. <laughs> That's what we call cheaters. They're just silly goofs. They're goobers. Well, you know, people are going to fucking cheat on you the way you talk. <laughs> no, no, I'm a nice man. Don't cheat on me, fans. Greg. Please do not cheat on Brennan. All right. All right. We love the Greg Heads. Do not cheat on Brennan. All right. Uh, but yeah, Salisbury Hill, fucking Peter Gabriel. We love it. All right, Brennan, number right. two. Number two. Yeah, I say it every episode. This song ain't a number two. I probably said that what, once. Anyway. No, you probably said that like five fucking times. Okay, every episode. Uh, Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. 
Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, could have could have picked "Don't Stop." Your favorite Fleetwood Mac. No, yeah, I, you really. Yeah, don't it's like just that a boring song. fucking song. You know, it's one of those blatantly happy, feel-good songs. Yeah, I don't. We don't like that at the regular show. We like to feel like shit at the regular show. Hey, you know the freaking S Club Seven. Sometimes feel-good, blind, happy songs are just the way to go. But I go your own that. way is not that song. You know, it, and then and then there's the chain. Could have put the chain on there, yeah, but, but I did from Guardians you know? of the Galaxy two as well. And that's a uh, you know you got the uh, you know he guy turns into Pac Man and does some damage. Oh, I gave away the movie, but you got the chain playing when that happens. Oh my goodness, what a good. But anyway, yeah, go your own way. You know, stands out the most. Like first Fleetwood Mac song I ever heard. Uh, you know, every time with the dang, you know, drums having that good build-up sound in the verse there. And, yeah, just the screaming. You know, how, how does a guy get his voice that high? He, he don't. Sure he I does. Mean, I can do it. But he does. I'm not going to do it right now because it's 2 in the fucking morning. But. but, oh my goodness, you know, just a freaking energetic song. Good time. Uh, I, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh. You, Grant, how about your number two? <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, Moving Out, Anthony's Song by Billy Joel. Mm, yeah, you <laughs> I really got you for love a second. that song. I really do love that fucking song. And The Strange is a great album. I mean, you have uh, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, which is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Just the Way You Are, which I'm not really a fan of. But, um, you know, Only the Good Die Young. Great fucking song. Yeah, that like, album is Packed. It was hard. And it's got the stranger. <laughs> and it's got the stranger, which is an okay song. And she's always a woman, which I never understood that one. What does he mean? She's always a woman. Uh, yeah. When you just assume that if she's a woman, she's always a woman. Hey man, the the, the sky ain't always blue. Sometimes it's green. Mister Blue Sky by Yellow. That was my uh, honorable mention. Anyways, um, yeah, just you know. Anthony works at a grocery store, saving his pennies for someday. I used to work at a grocery store, but I couldn't save any money because I had a too many bills and shit. But yeah. yeah Just, you know, his uh, mama, Leone, left a note on the door. She said, Sonny, move out to the country because working too hard is going to give you a heart attack. Ac- 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 ac. You ought to know by now. You know, working too hard can give you a Cadillac. Ac- 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 you know, never try yeah. to argue with a Cadillac. Ac- 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 uh, you know. That's the worst Just, in the song. You know, great he works for Mr. Song. Terry, Yucky Downs all over. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Catchatory. <laughs> I know. You, you Italian uh, racist. I, right. this, the lyrics to this song are deluxe. I'm going to throw that word out sometimes. Um, but they are easy to mix up for kicks. Yeah, for you. For you, giggles. You don't respect this song. It's fucking a great song. And by the end of it, it fucking turns into like a car crash or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. No, I think he's, he's just a, like freaking burning rubber. Doing a little donut. Doing yeah, a half he's, donut. He's burning rubber, getting way. the fuck out of his house. He's like, I'm moving out. And then uh, he moves out, up, you know, which is what we would assume. I don't know. Perhaps Billy Joel still lived with his parents when he was 30. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You, you know, will... the man's making millions of dollars every year selling out stadiums, but maybe he still lives with his parents. Yo, we don't know. You can do whatever the hell you want when you're selling out stadiums. That's right. You know, and, and adding car sounds Legally speaking. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. We we do not condone reckless behavior. All right. Um, so, yeah. number right. That was my number two. Brennan, 1977, 
best fucking song of the year. What was it? Well, you know what? You said it earlier. (laughs) The real best song of the year, uh, Heroes by David Bowie. Really? Um, yeah. No, I, I freaking loved it. I've said freaking so many times. See, I'm, I'm censoring for this uh, episode here. Why? Uh, say fuck. Say, Just I say do whatever the fuck I want, Greg. That's why I'm censoring the fucking uh, Good job. lyrics to this podcast. That's what the Greg heads love to hear. Hey, uh, uh, beep. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> if we had to do that, people would go fucking deaf. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, us screeching the word beep isn't fun. Anyway, Heroes, yeah, no, this song is like some dreamy shit. Uh, you know, what other song sounds like this? It starts off and it's loud. Like, you know, it starts off like it's halfway through a song already. It does. And it's just got that good driving music. You know, you could hear it being in a cruise line commercial also. I think it, it was. It probably has been. It I definitely think it has was. Been. 1977, great year for you know, cruise ship commercials. Like, logically, you would think, I'm, I'm going to be on a boat one of these years, you know, and I'm going to say the phrase, as the Lonely Island said, or no, T-Pain said, never thought I'd be on a boat. Um, great line. And that's, like, my favorite line in any song ever. Um, but, yeah, just heroes, I don't know. It's got the lyrical depth. It's got the good sound that no other song has with it. Like it's, it's not echoey. It's not condensed, but it still sounds like some kind of really weird canned thing that I just cannot put my finger on. And it is special. Um, yeah. So uh, what about you, Greg? Uh, what's your number one? You know, it's funny. Funny you say that. Um, it's heroes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. So good it takes two spots yeah, on your right, list. Folks. Uh, no, you know, Rumors is one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, secondhand News, Never Going Back Again, both great fucking Lindsey Buckingham led songs. Sure, and, and Don't Stop are your favorite. <laughs> I fucking hate Don't Stop, but that's okay. Uh, Dreams, that... fucking Thunder Only Happens When It's Raining, Players Only Love You When They're Playing. You know, that the chain. Some some bands, you know, struggle to have one hit out of ten albums, and these people have fucking ten, ten hits, hits out of one album. Yeah, that's the beauty of Fleetwood Mac. Uh, and we went to see them last year. Shout out to Shelly and Jeremy. Thank you again for bringing me with you. That was one of the greatest birthday gifts I could ever ask for. Um, you know, they just they're they're one of those elite bands that you cannot sleep on you cannot sleep on Fleetwood Mac and rumors holy fuck what a what a freaking powder keg of a time for these people the drugs the sex the divorces the separations the cheating the lies I don't the, know I sound like the, a fucking soap opera the, the food they the ate food. a lot of food they then. definitely ate a lot of food no doubt Yo, about it dinner's on the regular yeah for sure <laughs> at least at least dinner um <laughs> But yeah, Gold Dust Woman. But of course, everybody knows that my favorite song of 1977 is Go Your Own Way. Because of course it is. Um, yeah. Just what a fucking... It's it's almost the perfect song. Yeah. If there was one, that one would be it. Um, you have the tension between Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Basically, you know... I, he thinks that she just wants to have sex all the time. 
shacking up is all you want to do. If I could, I'd give you my world. How can I when you won't take it from me? And it's like, you know, I think we've all felt like that at one point or another. You're just begging. But there's two sides to every story, and that's where dreams come from. You know, and and that, if if Go Your Own Way wasn't my number one, dreams would have been. But, yeah. um, just such an incredible fucking song. Raw emotion. Raw emotion and power. And and it's just a fun song. It's It's like... I don't know. You put that song on, everybody is in it. It's like it's like the "Don't Stop Believing" of Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what more can be said about about such a great song. But uh, listen to Rumors. You know, if you, if you have the chance, I mean, slap that whole thing down, gobble it up. Throwing out good words. One of the best albums of the last 50 years. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. But, uh, yeah. You know, I I don't want the regular, the Greg heads to go their own way. I want them to stay and continue to listen to the regular show for years to come because we're not going anywhere. That's right. If if Greg could, he would give you his whole world, you know, the song words. Uh, yeah, Yeah. Hey, listen, man. We're breaking our back, putting this out. All right. right. There's like 50 holes in the yard. I did that for the regular show. It all comes full circle, baby. But, uh, yeah, we really hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode because, I don't know, that's what we're here for. We're here to entertain, to ease the pain, to make it rain, to Uh, ride a train. I don't know. To help you make those gains. Listen to us when you're in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, remember the gym? I, I used to go to the gym, no joke. I mean, I might look like a fat piece of shit now, but that's only because of the the uh, quarantine, and because we had to shut down all the gyms. I looked, I was like, I was like skinny like you before, before this. Uh, before the quarantine. quarantine. That's right. That's right. No, everybody's like, shut the fuck up. No, you weren't. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, you know, we we just hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, we love you. We miss you. Be safe. Be well. Brennan, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we end this one? Um, did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in? Uh, I don't know. That's all I got to say about plugs. Oh, oh, like, uh, advertisements. Um, I don't know, guys. Buy some ginger Sprite. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, come, come give me a high five if you're wearing gloves. That's, uh, that's cool. For the love of God, people, wear a condom. Be safe. (laughs) Or abstain from sex. That's right. Uh, Only abstain from condoms if you're abstaining from sex. Do not abstain from condoms. Wear a condom. (laughs) Every day before you leave your house. At least one. Wear condoms on your hands. Wear them on your penis. I don't care where you wear them. Wear a condom. That's right. Double wrap it before you tap it. Do not do that. (laughs) Do not do that. That will destroy the integrity of the condom. Making it more dangerous. Increasing your chances of uh, unwanted pregnancy. Unless you want pregnancy, then double wrap it. Okay. Seacrest out.